0: Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on Podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network. That has a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also like to dive into other nerdy subjects that all of us like to frolic about in our free time. Also, if you want to help support the show, you can join the others on Patreon.com/slash/TheBatmanBC. Everything helps keep those generators running here in this Wayne Manor study. Now, thank you for listening to episode 189, "The Multiverse of the Dark Knight." Yeah, we're uh, we're jumping out of comics for uh, for an episode here, but that's because we have a fun guest uh, joining me. This is his third time on the show. It's been a while. It's been almost two years. Uh, since he's been on the show but it was a a similar um, reason that he was on for that one too Um, I'm talking about writer of the multiverse of the dark knight Mr. Matthew Manning Matt thanks for coming back on the Batman book club thanks for having me yeah absolutely Uh, I was I was sitting there thinking about it of as I you know start to think of wait when was the last time that he was on it was it was yeah almost exactly two years ago to talk Batman the ultimate the ultimate guide
1: oh yeah
0: Um, which that was two years yeah <laughs> time flies <laughs> uh and so yeah and I was trying to think with that and I'm like oh so this is like a not similar book but kind of and I just feel like your head has to be just expanding with every angle of Batman's universe now that we're knocking on what 85 years this year of of Batman stuff <laughs> <laughs> never gets old does it
1: yeah, no, not for me. I mean,
0: maybe someday it
1: will, but I'm I'm still having fun.
0: <laughs> no, good. Well, then that's all that matters. <laughs> so I don't know. I just want to hop right into it. Let's go ahead and get talking about the Multiverse of the Dark Knight. And this is a book that came out this past, uh, I think it came out on Halloween. I think something. It was either October or November. Maybe it was. I don't know.
1: Yeah, um,
0: it was last fall, but somewhere around last fall, written by you, with uh, illustrated by. Can you pronounce the artist's name so I don't? Uh, I've actually
1: never heard it pronounced either. So okay, okay. <laughs> you know We're friends on uh, uh, Instagram. We've been we've chatted a little bit, but we I've actually never heard his name
0: out uh, out loud. So <laughs> okay, so Mister Pop. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so all, all apologies. F-L-A-V-I-U. I don't want to mispronounce it. Um, Mr. Pop Illustrated. We'll get to talking about um, his uh, illustrations in this book. But for you, I kind of just want to go start, you know, kind of go linear. And what is the origins of this book?
1: Uh, for this one, actually, I was contacted by um, this is for uh, Inside Editions. So mm-hmm. I did a book called um, Exploring Gotham City with uh, for them which was kind of like a tour through Gotham city neighborhoods and just, you know, discussing all the major stories that happened in some of the major landmarks.
0: And, I have that book. That's a fun book. Oh, well done. Yeah.
1: I love, I love that book too. And um, one of the things that's um, so I've done several books for them. I did a book called the world, according to Joker. Mm. I did I'm trying to think of other <laughs> Batman things. I'm sure there were other Batman things I did over there, but I did like the world, according to Wolverine and the world, according to Wonder Woman. And so I've done, a, Oh, and the DC's, um, the DC anatomy of a metahuman which was told Oh yeah one of you um how he kind of goes through the anatomy of all like of of several major characters See, <laughs> so I've done a lot of work for them and um they they contacted me for this one and said hey can you do um would you be interested in doing a multiverse batman book and I was like oh that you know sounds fun and they asked me well do you think you could um do like like maybe like you know make a list of like 60 different multiverse versus, you know, do we have enough for a whole book or that? And I came back with a list of, like, 200 different versions of Batman. And they're like, <laughs> okay, too much. And so um, we kind of picked uh, – I, I kind of went through and picked my favorites. They had a couple we um, kind of disagreed on a little bit and kind of changed. Like, sure. I wanted to include uh, Batmite, and they didn't think Batmite was really a version of Batman, which mm. I still – I think it kind of is. But, you know, um, <laughs> it just depends on your the, the point of view and also the version of Batmite, I guess. But so wow. – we kind of figured it all out. And then uh, I wrote the thing up and, you know, insight does all, handles all the the editing and hiring the artists and choosing, sure. you know, who's going to work on the project and things like that. So I just kind of turned in my work and then um, was sent the artwork as it came in. I was so impressed. I thought it was incredible looking. Yeah. And that um, one thing about this book, I didn't expect. I do a lot of guidebooks like, the, like the ultimate Guide that we were talking about and they'll mm-hmm. use art from the comics. And this one, it was all new art, which I, didn't think it was going to be the case coming into it. So that was really fun to see. And it was kind of like it gave me, um, I got to do a little bit kind of very broad panel descriptions, not Mm -hmm. as much as I would, details I would give in a comic, but something like, you know, oh, we have this shot and maybe. You know, originally we were just going to do static images, and then um, I've had a couple different editors on the project, and um, because one of the editors left halfway through, and that kind of thing, and the other editor has now since left. (laughs) (laughs) Geez, (laughs) the the world of publishing is, you know, (laughs) as a writer, it's so hard to keep up with everybody that's moving around. Yeah, but um, yeah, so we kind of they 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 had said, oh, what if we do something, you know, a little bit more like, you know, action oriented for some of the pages, Mm -hmm. like have some characters face off and things like that. So we kind of. Got to get a little bit more creative with the the visuals for it than i originally thought it was going to be you know as you know i was just assuming it was going to be you know here's a uh, the cover of another of this comic or that sort of thing
0: yeah that breathes like a whole new energy i think into the book also because it's really cool to um because i didn't expect that either uh in in flipping through and seeing mr pop's versions of Dark Knight Returns of Red Sun of you know the White Knight universe and um all of that like you see through his like his style and stuff that's always just like really cool too to see um somebody else's illustrations and and coloring and all that and like you said too of like the the positioning of where like some of those um, drawings are and stuff too it was I don't know, it was it was really cool and it was like a welcome um a welcomed different like approach kind of to uh these kind of books and like the art included um and i kind of thought that i mean the book itself i think it's a really cool and unique idea uh especially so i think it's listed as 128 pages and you just said you came you had an idea of 200 um uh, yeah, well, 200 characters. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of so these how... are,
1: are like uh you know a full a full two pages for for a lot sure. of entries and certain ones are even more than that like we, mm-hmm. we get into all the um batman from the dark multiverse which we did a a big i think there's a fold-out spread in it it, um, and that sort of thing so yeah it was just kind of like of figuring out who was the best and all are also some of the ones i really like some obscure trivia i really wanted to get in there like some weird ones like there's um one of my favorites i like is the character from the when jonah hex went to the future Mm -hmm. in the old hex comic there's a Batman from that reality that's only been in like five issues or four issues or something. I was like, Oh, I want to include that. I love that. You know, oh his side out was in the Statue of Liberty and his name. All we know of his secret identity is his name was his last name is Cohen. And that's all we know <laughs> about the character. And I don't know why he's in the Statue of Liberty, but it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to include something like that or like Bat Mouse from the Yeah. Captain, kind of like not even from the Captain Carrot universe, it's from the universe that he drew in his comics. The just a lot of animals so it was uh i i got a couple. i gotta tweak in a couple through weird ones like that
0: i'm trying to think i was gonna see um who's his sidekick batmouse oh, and
1: it's uh it's robin the it's an actual robin it's so. just literally
0: a robin okay yeah
1: i forget it's got what is what's his name it's like um oh because okay. that oh, i'm trying to remember it's it's in here i'll have to look up <laughs>
0: I'm gonna uh, oh, I think
1: it's raw. It's uh oh. Is it like his name is Bird? Maybe, but B Y R D. If I'm remembering right, um, yeah,
0: and, and, uh, yeah. I'm not seeing like I've got I've got it on the page, but I can't find the word. But I mean, and then oh, Joker yeah. is an animal as well, like all dressed up, like. Yeah, I think, I think that's
1: what it's the Porker. I think maybe is Joker. Porker, name. <laughs> like, but they were they were only they were only in a couple issues when sure. they did a crisis like, crossover of. The captain carrot characters crossing over uh you know the zoo as, as a mm-hmm. word crossing the over with, with uh the character uh that the uh captain carrot created because he, he was a cartoonist mm-hmm. in his reality in the, his secret identity and actually his name was roger rabbit in the originals and they changed it because and not because of the movie but because this is too early for that this because of the book that the movie was based on it had come out oh, Okay, and didn't want any uh yeah. fusion with that. Yeah. So it was like, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Batmouse character is like barely even a footnote, you know, but it's like, oh, I wanted some zany weird things to mix it up.
0: And- That's a strength of the book. So, hey, I always say that I'm always a student. I would never say that I'm an expert when it comes to Batman or anything, but obviously I've been reading Batman my whole life. I have a good amount of knowledge of Batman, but then even for experts, if you will, there are so many things in this book, take Batmouse, that I'm like. I've yeah. never heard of this. <laughs> I've never seen anything like this. I don't know. Um, I don't. And, and some of the other ones of. Uh, I, uh, I was trying to think of one of the first ones that I came across that I was unfamiliar with. It was like a it almost looked like a robotic kind of Batman that had like a red outlining, but blue shield. Um, I should have written them down. I should have written some of these down. Um, but like
1: i might be from. um the the Grant Morrison like more uh, the multiver the multiversity storylines
0: like um, Knights of Justice
1: yeah yeah that's but, from that so he's based on the no idea. Um, yeah no idea. <laughs> well he's based on the the Atomic Knights um, which was a, a comic that Murphy Anderson did in the back of hmm. Strange Adventures which I absolutely love because one of the Atomic Knights it turned out it was all like in it his reality he lived it was in the future. But it was a mm-hmm. you know an hour past by the time I read it, you know, <laughs> it yeah. was like the nineteen <laughs> you know sixties future, and they fought like things like uh, corn coming to life and attacking them, and like our, our sunflowers. I I remember right, and they rode the backs of giant down, mutated dalmatians because it was after mm-hmm. a nuclear war, and they had to wear these suits of armor to protect them from the radiation. And I loved Murphy Anderson's stuff on that, but also then it turned out the whole reality was actually a dream world created by the main guy gardner grail and who and then he joins the outsiders the original team of the outsiders and i love batman and the outsiders so he was one of the last members that joined that and so then grant um morrison brought the character back for his multiversity story arc where he lived on an alternate world and it was a batman crossed with the atomic knights and yeah (laughs) i was like oh man this is great
0: (laughs) this is a hitting all my buttons. i love this kind
1: of weird obscure stuff
0: so with that um as you're compiling your list and stuff i guess how much how much of it was from memory that you that you know of that you were just aware of and how much how much of it was through i guess through doing research you come across some new um versions you want included
1: uh well I, everything in the book that we included was stuff i already knew you already knew um, Okay. But, yeah, but i just wanted to um it was, it was actually harder to cut other stuff out mm-hmm. um the only thing that well, the, the way we prioritized it was um, a lot of them had been established in that multiversity series uh, Morrison had gone through and um, they'd written uh, a list of all the different earths um, uh, and what people were on those, those earths. Mm-hmm. So those were established earths. So I wanted to hit all those. And then uh, Mark Wade just recently did a revision of it, included some of the other earths. And, mm-hmm. and so I included everything I could from their list and then added other you know um mm-hmm. made up our own kind of des- with, it'll say like earth designation unknown because i didn't want to step on any toes because there's so much mul- mul- like multiverse stuff happening right now i mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of these earths will be given numbers mm-hmm. and we also weren't allowed unfortunately we didn't have the the rights to do things like batman 89 or any oh, other okay. stuff. so those realities were right out which i would have loved to especially because uh chip sadarsky's really throwing in those leaning
0: into it right now yeah
1: yeah and uh, and like the 89 world and the Adam West mm-hmm. 66 you know and all that stuff is being incorporated into the comics it's comic yeah. book canon
0: right now like yeah. Yeah, it, it, dipping into all that but yeah ah bummer but
1: but the, yeah there's limitations and a lot of that wasn't as well defined as just even when we're writing it as it is now so the, it just mm-hmm. keeps but that's why those were there's a lot of earth designations unknown because i want everything to be accurate for
0: yeah know, as, absolutely as
1: as possible with these kind of things
0: so when did discussions on this book like when did it uh b- first like begin just to, to give some idea of like how much time a book like this takes from beginning I to actually,
1: end i can't honestly <laughs> remember it was i mean it's been long. a while <laughs> yeah and i feel like it was only a few months of writing um for me like just while I just a lot of times i have to balance other projects i think i was able to dedicate just just this and carve out mm-hmm. a little you know, for this one but yeah it's all I've, i mean this was literally my 100th book so
0: <laughs>
1: I can't remember any Pop of the champagne
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it was it was a fun one to do for the 100th you know like uh yeah theater, because i've always <laughs> you know i started as a kid as a batman fan and sure. you know i'm in a, you know everything kind of uh snowballed from there
0: <laughs> full honesty here is batman your favorite superhero
1: uh yeah yeah I mean it's just well then
0: it's it's appropriate your hundredth yeah. book is on Batman <laughs> it's yeah, all lined I, up
1: <laughs> that was because before um before the eighty nine movie hit mm-hmm. I was in fifth grade when the eighty nine movie you know ruined everything and so <laughs> <laughs> before that I was I was very much into comic strips and I was mm-hmm. into I had read some um Spidey but my first comic ever was still a Batman and the Outsiders issue and nice. I read that thing a lot. So I was interested in Batman, and then you'd see mm-hmm. things like I had the superpowers figures and the Scooby Doo appearances yeah. and Super Super Friends, but it was very limited what was out there. Mm-hmm. And then when the '89 thing, I was like, okay, this is you know, I, I shifted from wanting to do comic strips to comic books, and yeah, you know, really wanted to do work on mm-hmm. Batman, and luckily I've been able to do some. So
0: <laughs> yeah, so they're in fifth grade after '89 came out, and it you know blew up everything were you running around elementary school being like see i told you i told you batman's (laughs) that good he's the best yeah Uh, I i remember like
1: having i was like the biggest i was grew up in a very small farm school middle of nowhere ohio and i remember being like everybody was like oh matt's the batman guy he's the batman expert the batman guy but i couldn't even get they were all like uh Everything was sold out everywhere, you know, in the pre-internet age. And so I couldn't yeah. even, I didn't even have a black t-shirt with the bat symbol on it. I had a green t-shirt with the bat symbol <laughs> on it. And everyone's like, I don't know, like, you should have a better Batman shirt. And I'm like, oh. I like, oh. I remember yeah. wearing that with like maroon, a maroon sweat outfit. That was like, that was my fashion. Oh my goodness. In- wow. Yeah. He was- stood out. Yeah.
0: For, for that Batman. <laughs> so now I,
1: have I, I don't understand how that worked. <laughs>
0: I, I was in a, I grew up, I would tell people all the time, and I say it on here too of I grew up in a very small town in Indiana, like a farming area and stuff too, where it's like you could not get your hands on comic books. Like there, oh. there was a spinner rack that was never updated or filled at the grocery store in town. And that was it. And so then fortunately, I had an uncle who, um was you know he was at that time buying multiple issues of comics so he just gave me a stack and then he'd slowly buy me uh lonely place of dying that trade paperback was my first my first one that i ever got and then greatest batman comics ever ever told was a, a birthday gift and so slowly i started to see that and then so you can only imagine at that time that i'm seeing some of these um like robin dies at dawn and in my mind is watching at that point, Batman, the animated series. And I'm reading these uh, early 90s comics. And then I see this, you know, Batman, like, you know, from story from the 50s. And I'm like, what is this? How is Batman like on another planet? This doesn't make sense. And then, you know, to my, you know, it, it only been happening for 50 years as he shows in this book, even of, <laughs> oh, he's been everywhere. Yeah. Past, present, future. <laughs>
1: We were lucky in my town. There was a comic store in downtown Troy, Ohio, where, where I was. Oh, um, okay. And so, and it was just, Um, I remember going in there, and that was just like an amazing, I remember going in there before Batman had hit, and I bought some Spider-Man mm-hmm. comics, you know, and that was kind of, and I just remember being overwhelmed, like it was this magical place where, and then mm-hmm. when the movie came out, you had the cardboard stand-ups of Nicholson and Keaton, you had all the trading yeah. cards, and it was just, everything was Batman everywhere. And I remember having like the money to buy like one comic. <laughs> <laughs> But I did buy yeah, the Lonely Place of Dying was, I mean, that was the brilliance of Denny O'Neill to have that tie into like, hey, here's a great starting point for new readers. It's a brand new Robin mm-hmm. right when the movie comes out. And so yeah. that was just one of those, uh, you know, the first people to ever, you know, it was like the first big superhero blockbuster since Superman. And they really yeah. incorporated the, like, oh, we're going to launch, you know, Legends of the Dark Knight at the same time. We're going to they had all these starting points.
0: Love that title. I yeah. say that so much here of that original Legends of the Dark Knight title. Ah. <laughs> fantastic yeah
1: well, um, those, those first four story arcs in particular are my, mm-hmm. my absolute favorite comics but it's perfect yeah and the, all that was all the stuff and then i remember because we didn't there was another comic store that i used to go to called funny farm bookstore and that was the one that i went to every week you know i started going there and um i remember like even still like they didn't have a lot of stuff like it was all regular cover price or stuff and then they had those ads in the comics where you would you could buy like a ton like discounted prices so that's how i got all the legend of the dark knights i remember like wow. writing in and getting in, like i can't believe these are coming like it was some <laughs> that the world didn't know about yeah but yeah and he the other thing back then that like so my you know training i as it were, for this kind of book <laughs> was started back then as far as i was always interested in old comics too mm-hmm. and so i had like a buddy that was very into like spider-man and he'd buy all like venom comics and they'd buy all the new stuff you know and i remember buying loving the new stuff but that's where i would really get into it but i remember like going to the comic store and seeing like the first appearance of barbara gordon mm-hmm. and i was like, oh that's you know and saving my money and spending like 40 dollars to buy that comic in like perfect condition <laughs> you know and now i couldn't afford yeah. that kind now you know and like, yeah i bought like the first poison ivy and the first batgirl and like all of these silver age and like you know comics like the first Rachel ghoul when they got into the bronze age and i was learning about all this because there Mm -hmm. were very few trade paperbacks you'd mentioned like two out of like the four that were out or five (laughs) There was the greatest batman stories and the greatest joker i think that in Mm -hmm. um batman and there was lonely place of dying year one and dark Knight returns and i feel like there was something else oh and there they started to branch out with like saga of racial bull and stuff so but there are still so few and far between Yeah. So if you wanted to read the old comics, you had to find the old comics. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Have to really go and hunt.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I was spending money on weird. I remember selling my. Still regret it, but I remember selling my Silverhawks collection of action figures at a garage sale, and bought and now those. Yeah. (laughs) But to buy like Metamorpho comics from the sixties, or like you know whatever my weird, uh, you know, like minor character I was looking into that week was that sort of thing, but. And then my buddy and I would go to um, Michigan for comic cons every year because the closest good comic show at that point was the Motor City Comic Con, and that was three hours away. And we would mm-hmm. drive, and, and this was in high school, and it was we were the only two people in our small school that liked comics. Like literally, <laughs> <laughs> we would drive and you know go to Motor City, and a lot of yeah. times it was just a day and come back. When we, I mean, one one year we paid for a hotel, which was like all the money we had, you know. But we would always spend so much money that the way home we didn't have money to buy dinner or oh, like dear. what last day we we're like fasting <laughs> because we, <laughs> that was like I remember buying that's when you could really good deals at Comic Con. There was mm-hmm. there was one um then booth in particular I think about all the time still <laughs> and it was eighty five percent off everything in this booth and they were a dollar to start out with. And I was like, Am I doing the math wrong? Wow. Right? I'm not the best at math, but these are fifteen cents each, right? I think- <laughs> And I bought the entire um, Giffen to Mattis Justice League. I bought wow. like so many comics from this one. I was like, they're 15 cents. Like, you know, even then That's I realized it's not going to happen again. I mean, quarter yeah. bins even like were still pretty fairly common at that point in shows, but they were always like things that no one really wanted, you know, like yeah. to a degree. But I still bought tons of
0: it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> See, I finally went to my first con last year at C2E2 in Chicago. And I, I went there without even thinking of any back issues and we'd (laughs) passed an area that had tons of long boxes and, you know, had stuff sorted. And I think I walked up to Batman and I might've just barely pushed it. And I'm like, I can't, I'm overwhelmed. I don't even know what to look for. And I just walked off. (laughs) I need to go with the plan next time. Go for a hunt for something a little obscure or something. I don't know.
1: Well, I do a lot. The thing is nowadays with eBay, it's kind of like almost everything you can find, you know, sadly. Yeah. Like, it does ruin, like we used to, I used to make these lists and go and check them off, you know, like yeah. these handwritten lists and stuff. But, you know, um, I still do, I do a lot of, uh, this year, not as many, but um, I, I tend to do a lot of comic shows, maybe like mm-hmm. a dozen a year or something, if if sure. I can do that many, depending mm-hmm. on how much my schedule is. And every show that I, especially if a show that I table at, I always buy I, I buy like at least one old older Bronze Age or Silver Age comic just to, you know, have so like that's my souvenir and make, you know, sure. get make the, yeah. of the, the next day when I'm recovering because being <laughs> out of the house, you know, like I actually yeah. just did a little show um, an hour away from where I live here in Asheville. Um, and um, my souvenir there was the second appearance of Batgirl which I'd never, uh, why well, I, I actually think I've read it. Cause I reread it again. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I've read this one in mm-hmm. some collection or, you know, during some of my research at some point, like digitally or something. But, um, uh, it was just fun to like, the best part about that one, what I hadn't read was the letter columns and I always mm-hmm. loved.
0: Those. Oh yeah. Those are fun.
1: ones. And it was, everybody was commenting because it it come out like, I think it was four issues after the first appearance of Batgirl in detective. Mm-hmm. So it was four issues later they did their second appearance and what was fun about that was just like seeing people's reaction to the original Batgirl. Yeah. And they were like, Oh, we hate that girl. Why would you, <laughs> are you going to put that, are you going to put romance in a Batman comic? Oh, it never works. And you know, that's kind of thing. And yeah. then other people were like, I love that girl, you know? And, and it was, it was a really interesting, um, you know, real, like real time snippet of, or not, you know, what it would have been like back then, you know? And they were talking about like, Oh, she's going to be in the new, um, she's going to be in the new 66 TV show, you know, she, uh-huh. she's going to be debuting soon. And they had mentioned an, um, an actress I would never heard of, who was originally set to play Batgirl. And I was like, oh, it was like a former Miss America. And the name is still escaping me now because I, I wasn't familiar with her. And that it was just really interesting that was like, there was already casting, you know, mistakes <laughs> in the yeah. letter from like when Julie Schwartz was doing it, you know, that sort of thing. But but wow. yeah, that's I, I do that as a treat every time I go to a show, whether it's one, I've got my eye on. Like you have to.
0: You have yeah. to. I mean, treat yourself. <laughs> treat yourself to something fun. Uh,
1: and I'm slowly well, filling my, my my gaps. Like, my personal Batman collection goes from 300 on. And Detective you know. is, um, I want to say Detective's like 450 on. And then I have a lot before, but I just, I'm trying to get to 200. And, you know. Uh, sure. 200 you know, and 300 for now is what I'm looking, you know. so But it's slow going if I only get one comic. <laughs> <out
0: before. laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. You'll you'll get there eventually. It might be a while. Uh, yeah. You mentioned Barbara Gordon. So when did was it your idea to I guess to um set the stage as I guess set the plan in motion of it's Barbara Gordon for this book book uh, ending with her.
1: Yeah, they originally um my original editor had said, well, look, we want to do uh, Alfred writing about this. And I was like, "Well, it's dead still." <laughs> and they're like, yeah. "Oh, oh no!" <laughs> they had Spoiler be- alert! Then, yeah, they were like, "Oh," and I was like, "Yeah, he's surprisingly still dead." You know, yeah. I thought he was dead by now too, I thought so too. But um, and so I, you know, I was like, "When this comes out, he might still be dead." So let's mm-hmm. let's go with Oracle instead, you know, and kind of. And they're like, "Oh, all right." DC was like, "That's fine with us." And yeah, I always loved that character too. You know, like um, yeah. This issue I got was one of the very few barbara gordon appearances i i still didn't have you know so it's one that i've kind of like almost read everything if not read everything and you know
0: but that's included her uh so we touched on how you like to throw those you know those zingers those deep pulls and stuff how for you i guess comparing it to something like the dark knight returns that you have in here um also are you just not even looking at research for dark Knight returns. Cause I'm sure that's just ingrained in your memory. So you can just write it as opposed to these other ones. Do you have to spend a lot yeah. of time researching?
1: Um, well for these, for this particular book, most of it is just kind of like, okay, this, that, but there's some that I'm like, it was, it was an excuse that like, I haven't read it since it first came out and I was yeah. like, just wanted to read it anyway. Like I could have skimmed it and kind of, Oh yeah, that's right. You know, <laughs> yeah. sort of like pull these issues, you know, I always pull and bring a ton of stuff. My, um, my comics are upstairs because I don't I have my office is down here in a walkout basement and we've never had water and it, it's like level with the ground. So we've been here for ten yeah. years and I still don't want to risk rip it. The comics
0: down. <laughs> don't risk it.
1: Yeah. So people that stay in our in our house in our guest room get a, they, that's also the library. Wow, <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, so are those out on the kitchen table or those in the bedroom? Like <laughs>
1: yeah, so I'll bring He's them down. Comics all over. <laughs> Honestly, the thing that really changed my um collecting was buying the collect it's collector drawer company where the comic book boxes slide out Mm -hmm. instead of stack because all through college and all throughout like until we really moved here i didn't have the and it's just you can just stack them up and get and i'm always into all of them so Mm -hmm. i can access them without having to move everything you know and break my back and all that so yeah that's been that's been nice so we just have like a wall of over 60 long boxes nice (laughs) yes and you know and um and the, all those boxes are actually all Batman-related in one way or another. All mm-hmm. my other stuff was in trade paperbacks, which gotcha. <laughs> which is in the bookcases, you know. <laughs> so, but, uh, or something very loosely connected to Batman, you know, like issues of Black Lightning, which I count, you know, things mm-hmm. like that because yeah. of the outside connection stuff. But, uh, but yeah, so I would pull, like, things like, or things I really wanted to read again, even though I still remember the story perfectly because I read it at the right age to retain it all. Like, um, Speeding Bullets was one that I wanted to reread. Yeah. I had and then things like, um, well, uh, Holy Terror. I, re- I reread. Great mm-hmm. Fogo. Since re- literally the week it came out, I don't think I'd read it. Since. Oh,
0: really? Wow. <laughs> you, that was really fun. Do you like that and, story? But I, yeah, I do actually, and I remembered it really
1: well too. Which was because yeah. I remember like that was a kick, that was before there was a lot of issues that had like weird Easter eggs, and I remember there, the Easter eggs of that. There was like Metamorpho, for instance, was in sure. one of the cases in the background. Talking your language. I was like, I understood that reference. You know, was
0: like you're
1: starting to read. And actually, back then, I would, um, I used to draw a lot because I went to art school. Originally, you mm-hmm. know, and I remember drawing. Um, I did my own trading cards, but they're on index awesome. card size things. Yes, and I remember drawing that version because I, I was already like writing about like multiverse characters on the back of the card, like doing their history <laughs> and like doing this for fun. You know? This
0: is destined to your future. Yeah. You know.
1: Now they just pay me, and you know, yeah but uh, hopefully they don't know that I did it for fun or they won't pay me anymore. So
0: yeah, I'll cut that part out right here. Okay. Yeah. So we'll, we'll cover that. Um,
1: that was a, but uh, that one, I'm trying to remember what else. Um, oh, I did the, Oh, the, the Howard Chaykin, um Oh no, not Howard. The hard. I don't think we made that one made it in. There was a couple we had to cut out. Now that I'm thinking about, it. I read a couple that didn't even make it into the book. Um reread them, but um, Oh, it was the, um, the Max Allen Collins. Um, Elliot uh, Nest uh, Batman story, which I hadn't read in a long time. And so, for um, oh. the reason uh, that it's slipping out of my title, so, okay.
0: no. I'm going
1: to get it. It's like, oh, Scar of the Bat, maybe? I think.
0: Scar of the Bat? Okay. Yeah. That so my... that was actually one that was really cool to me so like i could go through and like i said and tell you like i didn't know about this one didn't know about this one didn't know about and i didn't know about that one and i was like oh my gosh i gotta figure out which comic that is because that sounds like really cool yeah it was just i, I Marvel, like that <laughs> else world
1: and and i i like max ellen console i'm a big dick tracy fan too when mm. when the, i love that movie i love all the though uh you know i read tons of the uh chester World comics for you know i love the new editions yeah. they have the and so he took over after gold. So I read a lot of, and then he was writing, you know, detective comics in, in around the same time, like, well, later on after he'd been on the D- Dick Tracy for a while. And I remember like being, you know, like you can do both those things. Like
0: what? <laughs> Scar of the bat. Yeah. You got it right. Batman, yeah. Scar of the bat uh, released in 96.
1: Yeah. So there that was go. actually, yeah, that was one of his later ones. So he'd already written is he, you know, Max sound Collins introduced Jason Todd
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: uh, the revamp of Jason Todd when he was now the guy that stole the wheels off the Batmobile and all that. Yeah, because
0: was, blew um, my mind um, when I when, I when I saw a, a Jason Todd that had the blonde hair and I was like, "Wait, what happened here? Did he dye his well, hair and I missed that hair. issue?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> he, a different he color. He
1: did. He did dye his hair in the co- in continuity in the comic. Okay.
0: Comics, well, then there we go. So I just missed that like, chapter.
1: Yeah, and then like uh Grant Morrison referred to that also in the Batman and Robin series about mm-hmm. like where Red Hood's kind of like lost him, like, yeah, I had to dye my hair. <laughs> yeah. that like, oh, forced you to do that? I think he did it voluntarily in the comic. <laughs> it was like yeah. this, uh, I think there were some sort of, I remember him showing up with the dark hair, like some sort of like, it was a Joker story, and there was like an Aztec pyramid or something. <laughs> I what it was, but it was one of those. One of those. Yeah. one of those. like, huh. With, so... When they killed a clone of Dick Grayson and his, parents were a circus act that died the exact same way yeah which was an origin of you know so that was
0: uh, i'm glad they (laughs) like i was gonna ask you of like how do you double check your list to make sure that you didn't miss one but i guess if you're coming up with a list there isn't a list to um where oh i forgot some
1: (laughs) there are a lot of internet sites that will be like list alternate versions of batman and they're not complete but there's a lot you can be like, oh, yeah, you know, I should have. Sure. And so I do. And I'm pretty meticulous with facts and stuff. I don't just go with my memory anymore because, you know, now I'm old. And so it's a lot of, <laughs> you know, double checking with the actual. I mean, I don't like to yeah. like I, I never use Wikipedia or anything like that. I, I have yeah. to I want to source it directly to the source if I can and find like if this is like there's a couple weird things like Carrie Kelly's name, for instance, for this book. Mm-hmm. Carrie Kelly's name is spelled differently. Her last name, Kelly, is spelled differently in two different parts of Dark Knight Returns. So it's like, okay, which one did they use more? <laughs> what's uh-huh. kind of, you know, and so I kind of went with the more established what, what's been used since and that sort of thing. And there's, because things tend to contradict every once in a while. Like yeah. the even the clock, the grandfather clock that Batman uses to get into the Batcave. It's been 10:47 in some, and it's been 10:48 in others, and it's like, all right, what is the current? (laughs) Like, what did like Tom King or Pete Masi use last? And you know, you got to go with the what's been established, the most recent, because you know everything's revised and yeah, yeah. there's not everybody
0: (laughs) changes. Not
1: everybody obsesses over it as much as like me when I do these sort of things. Like,
0: but I mean, you're writing a book on it. Yeah, you're writing a book on it. So your hundredth book on it. I, so how do you – I guess how did you uh, organize the list as far as like in the book? Were you very particular or were Insight very particular on how they want the flow to go? I feel like it makes the most sense to have Earth Zero, the uh yeah. standard Batman that we know, to be the first one and then go from there.
1: Yeah, so that's what I – that was the with the established numbering. I just went in order of the numbers and then yeah. kind of – and then I actually went in – um kind of year order like what like some of the weird ones but then we started doing the future ones i did all the future ones in year order and i think those ended up getting mixed up before i went to the print went to print for some one reason or another so they're not like i wanted like okay this is the one from you know 2020 or like 2030 and then this is the one from mm-hmm. 2040 you know i wanted them to be kind of in order as they got older or estimated you know this is where dark knight fits in compared to yeah millions at the end Mm-hmm. And I think some of those got switched around in production, if I remember right. I'm I'm pretty sure. But
0: <laughs> well, I think that's that's a really good order of a, like of a placement because like as a reader, I think sometimes if it if it is like everything, you know, right at the beginning, you can breeze through that. But then there's a bunch of unknown. I like just how it's scattered of like, oh, I know this one. Oh, I don't know this one. I don't know this one. Oh, here we go. I know this one. Like, I think that's a good flow to just keep going, like reading through the book in which also I appreciate it with like the book is kind of a breeze of a read in a sense of like, it's fun to just like keep going. Hey, pick it up for 10 minutes. You can read like seven, eight, nine pages um, yeah. <laughs> and, and like. And that's not like a, a negative. It's like a a fun resource of, <laughs> I I just opened it to Batmouse again. Of like, <laughs> it's my destiny. I have to go look up Batmouse. But I'm like, oh, I've never seen this. Okay, let me look up Batmouse. Um, it's I think it's just like a really good flow from beginning to end too.
1: Oh, thanks. Yeah, it was it was one of those we didn't want to. I think the word count, like when I do these books, that's another thing they give me um, a word count. They want to stick with it in this particular, you know. And yeah. so with this one, we didn't want to get too bogged down with. Um, like I've done some, and like still my probably my favorite book that I've written as far as book book, like not comic, mm-hmm. but actual prose book was the the Batman Files for Andrews McNeil. I have which that one. Just, yeah, just that massive three hundred page. Yeah. <laughs> that we do everything. I think known relatives, you know, and we do like uh, you know like kind of talk about some of the stats and things, but um, and just some of those things can really make the process a lot longer when you're like known relatives i'm like oh i have to figure out (laughs) like everybody (laughs) that's ever been talked about for this particular character you know that sort of thing and so that got a little tricky but it is fun when um like now that i just have a lot of this knowledge (laughs) yeah um, i was working on a project a comic that's um coming out from dc this year at some point and i was um and i was working with uh, ben abernathy used to be the batman editor who just recently and um and he, he was like, I remember we were just talking about something completely unrelated to Batman. And he goes, Oh yeah, by the way, um, does commissioner Gordon have, uh, any uh, siblings? It's <laughs> like, just while I have you, we, we were not working on a commissioner Gordon story. There's commissioner Gordon has nothing to do with yeah. it, but it was just kind of like, now it's like kind of known that I have, you know, like, Oh yeah, I can just answer you. That's the, the way. guy. You know,
0: yeah. <laughs> he knows he's the guy. He's got the knowledge.
1: Yeah, <laughs> And which was funny. Cause when I, um, when i originally broke into comics i interned at dc comics back when it was um in new york city before mm-hmm. they moved to burbank and um i interned for one semester and then i asked if i could intern for another semester and they're like oh nobody's asked to do that okay you know so because i just wanted to stay at dc for as long as yeah. possible and that first um semester i didn't really show any samples so the second semester i started showing writing samples and things like that but um i remember by the time i was out of that my editors were just skipping and just asking me questions, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> like the I I applied to work while I was there as an assistant editor, and I was not hired. But meanwhile, they were asking me like, "How long can Aquaman officially be out of the water for an hour? Is it established?" And I would be like, "Well, in this Peter David story, they established it wasn't exactly an hour." You know, <laughs> they could wow. just ask this, you know, this kid walking yeah. through their office, you know, and not have to look anything up. So, but yeah, that was. You know, that's, that's where it's coming handy. And
0: <laughs> with, with all that knowledge, then is there one that you can think of off the top of your head, like in this book that you learned the most about?
1: Um, I don't know about, I mean, some of the more modern stories, it was kind of like going back, I mean, looking at it and saying like, oh, let me delve into this more. Cause I read the stories and then like, did I learn, you know, when I went yeah. back, like some of the dark multiverse things, um, mm-hmm. But it was probably more about some of the ones that I hadn't read for a long time and just going back and being like, oh, yeah, that's a cool detail that I probably if I would have just written like for like um, like Dark Joker, the wild. Mm -hmm. I remember um, buying that graphic novel and like as a kid, I remember actually getting that one that was like I didn't buy it. Actually, it was a I remember it was a Christmas gift or something for my parents because they ordered it from the special place that it, it was signed by Doug Minch and Kelly Jones and John Beatty. And it was like, and I, I never got to meet any of those people at that point. So that was like the biggest thing, you know? Yeah. And, and that, so I read that as a, when that first came out and I was like, what was that story? Like, I don't remember. <laughs> That's when I really didn't remember much of the story because I haven't had to pull that knowledge for any other projects. Mm-hmm. So it was probably like looking at that stuff again and being like, oh yeah, that was weird. <laughs> <I remember> it, <laughs> out. Like, it was weird at the time. Like I remember thinking that was strange. It really but,
0: went you know, out there.
1: Yeah, it was, but it because it really, there was a period where DC were there were some else worlds that were like, okay, this is Batman meets Dracula, you know, same team. Mm-hmm, yeah, you know, this is, or this is Batman, you know, in a Jekyll and Hyde type thing, you know. And then there was some like Dark Joker the World. They're like, this, I don't know, this is supernatural weirdness, and just Batman's there. Like, we don't know. <laughs> like, it's not. It wasn't I'm, as like a clear cut of why this was being made.
0: You know? <laughs> yeah, I right. I've never I've never read that one
1: um yeah, it's still enough. Mean, it's a lot of fun it's it's it yeah. is weird but it does feel like the red rain type uh had that same kind of you know gothic yeah. feel to it, which i appreciate and you know mm-hmm. and i love kelly jones art no matter what oh so. yeah
0: it's a master yeah. um do, uh, let's take earth zero batman off the table here do you have a a favorite um multiverse batman
1: uh, I don't know. I think that would be yeah, too stop. hard. <laughs> That'd be too
0: up. So um, let's say a couple that just spring to mind that you really like. We There we can, we won't say favorite then. Maybe not as much pressure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I did like, um, I mean, especially a lot of the, you know, if I have nostalgia for a yeah. certain one, it kind of hits me a little harder. You know, like I, I really do. I loved Speeding Bullets as a kid. I thought that was so weird. Like, whoa. Yeah. Because like, it's such a simple premise. <laughs> and uh-huh. then it's an interest you know where they go with it is interesting you know like so i remember yeah. really liking that um i mean dark knight returns is probably my favorite comic book of all time so it's hard not to like the, well that i every other year like is you, you year one's my favorite one year and then the other year it's dark knight returns but it's back in between those two you, and like i don't yeah. know if you even choose at that point you know like frank miller's you know the original 80s frank miller batman is probably but so sure. those those I really like a lot. I'm trying to think of some of the more um, obscure ones that I really enjoy. I mean, I I mean, you know, there's a lot of like ones not obscure like Batman Beyond. I would actually really love to write Batman Beyond one of these days. You know, those kind of things. Um, but yeah, oh, and I also do like the um, the what was it the in uh, Darkest Night uh, Batman Green Lantern,
0: uh, mm-hmm. comedy, which is yeah, where he things. comes back from the dead and it's not well, no,
1: the, the, this is the this is the one where it's um what if that oh, man finds the, the power? Elseworlds the one universe? yeah yeah and yeah, they yeah. Actually, they've changed it since so there's actually two versions of that so morrison went and revised that earth and so now everybody on that earth is a, an amalgam of different two different characters so it's a little different than the original
0: gotcha.
1: but i i think that was just a fun like i just remember seeing that stuff as a kid and just being like you know like what this is so cool because of the birth of elseworlds you know and all yeah. that kind of was new possibilities, and also you know other classics, Gotham by Gaslight. It's impossible not to love that. You
0: know, I think so, that's that's mine. If if you were to flip it and ask me on mine, it, there's I love that. Just the the story of Gotham by Gaslight, the aesthetic of of the suit of that Batman. Uh, somebody I work with just got um, it may have been a Mafex figure that just came out of Gotham by Gaslight, and so to physically oh, see yeah, one yeah. and hold one. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> again, it's like, oh my gosh, this is so cool, you know, sort of deal. I think well, that's did, where I um, lean.
1: Uh, Mezco did one
0: recently. Which maybe it was Mezco then. Okay, I'm not and good Nick with figures, Farlin, but I think
1: I feel like McFarland did one. I know DC Direct, I have a DC Direct one back there in the office somewhere. <laughs> the gotcha. original one came out.
0: then, yeah, maybe Mezco, um, that yeah. just came out like a couple months ago, maybe a couple months ago, even. They, um, yeah,
1: they actually did a Joker for the the first time from that series. only in like a wanted poster in the comic he's like really not and they've done him since in some of the sequels like when they did the um uh what was the the countdown seat the the countdown specials yeah you know came right before uh and so like the final before final crisis so they were they went they revisited the world now i think um I feel like that might have been a Tony Bedard comic, maybe. Or what well, he was doing the countdown miniseries. And Tony was my editor at DC when I was an intern. So like I was always it was always fun to read, you know.
0: You know everybody. Everybody's you know, connected.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is a small business. Like you see how much like, you know, oh that's my friend does, you know, like it's yeah. so weird how because it's you know, even like I have a lot of friends that don't do superhero comics and do other comics, and it's like mm-hmm. and I do a little of both. And so it's kind of it's just strange how our past continually cross in like different ways I mean,
0: yeah but, i was flipping through to see um i don't know this one i was trying to look at and i landed on you know there's series brightest day and, so, and yeah. again mr pop that, that yeah. image oh my yeah. god it looks awesome and that's looks a revised great.
1: version of the costume so in the else world he didn't really have the years so that's mm-hmm. the version that, that from the multiversity the newest because we, we wanted everything to be the current version because all the worlds have, even the Else world, you know, the other um, multiverse worlds have evolved and changed over the years in all these different crises that happen yeah. in the comics. So it was kind of tricky because sometimes they would give them the wrong reference or like I would send reference and say that. And they're like, oh, is this right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's the later version. They're doing the right one. You know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, it does get a little confusing, you know, <laughs> especially sometimes we get notes from DC even. And oh, you DC- do? this is the wrong version we're like no no it's not here let me show you They're like oh okay you know <laughs> and then, you know we just have to like clip things and
0: listen here dc <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you well,
1: a lot of times it's not being looked at by the editors of the comics it's, it's being looked at by someone yeah. in licensing or some you know someone above the person in licensing that's in warner you know warner brothers or you know there's just yeah. a lot of people. and luckily they've always been i've never had to argue with anybody which is really yeah. nice to work with yeah. dc in particular because there's <laughs> never like like i'll never be like oh you know they'll be like this can you change this and i'll be like oh no it's this way because of this i never get a note back saying like no we like it our way you know they're always very you know they want to do the right version too like we all are trying to do you sure. know, as accurate as possible which is i've you know sometimes you butt heads with people for the wrong reasons and you sure. know <laughs>
0: so it's well, nice that's
1: that's and kind of everybody on the same page we want to make
0: you know, you, you, you built that practice. reputation as an intern Yeah, that They're in the D.C. offices, even in Burbank. They're like, listen, don't challenge. I Matt, thinking,
1: okay? Actually, just just last week, I was thinking, I don't think anybody is still there from when I interned. Wow. Like, I think literally, everybody has either retired or moved on. And it's like, I mean, I've been my first comic came out in 2002, so I've been doing it for a bit now. <laughs> but <Yeah>. it's like, <laughs> like, oh, no, I'm out last year. <laughs> like it's that's one thing about freelances. You have to constantly re like introduce yourself to whoever the new editor is you know yeah. like this year I had in January alone I had four editors from three different companies that I worked with a lot all quit or you know one one was let go and like the other people moved on to different places and it's True. like oh man like yeah <laughs> and so it's not only finding out what's the state of the project that we were working on together yeah or Sometimes it's like, oh, we want let's do this thing in the future and then they're gone and now somebody else wants to do something with somebody else. So it's sure. There's a lot of that juggling. But you'd
0: you'd mentioned that with, with sorry, uh you'd oh. mention that with this book of how there being multiple editors. Does that get uh nerve wracking on your end or is it because you deal with insight that you know this book's happening? It's just yeah. we have a changing in editor yeah, now.
1: For the books, it's a lot less nerve wracking than a comic project or something, because we have contracts so
0: that's
1: you know you do do sign contracts for comics but normally it's when you turn it in you know like these will be advanced contracts before so it's like i'm this is due as long as i hit my deadlines you know and insight's always been even though i've worked with a lot of different editors over there it's shifted hands a lot like there's never been a big you know a big bump we had one project that got canceled midway through which gotcha yeah you know otherwise everything else has been you know pretty fun and and some of them have turned out like that exploring gotham also is another one of my very favorite books and then like this book i love just because first off the original art but also because it's a. i didn't get to concentrate on this part of the batman mythos yet you know i didn't get to do all the different multiverse you know so they've yeah and i've done probably at least over a dozen books about batman you know so it's and that's not even like the ones that are fiction book you know not like yeah. fiction <laughs> but those are like these are like the guidebook type things you know well, so
0: i looked up and uh real quick on insights um just on insights website and i saw your um harley quinn hardcover ruled journal and then you all, there are also joker and batman ones i'm like oh my gosh i have the batman one like oh, I, yeah. I i didn't <laughs> even put it together that you did that one too i think my credits really real fall on the
1: back of this because for those those are just blank journals that i wrote a short story yeah in the voice yeah and then it gets interrupted for whatever reason and you can either yeah. finish the story or write your own and those are just fun little like i wrote
0: know. my own i continued okay you took oh, down 2 Face. i think two faces <laughs> was, was part of that one if oh, I'm remembering yeah. correctly. Um, yeah, but I, I love the production that. on those too. That's one thing they're awesome Insight is
1: almost all the books actually, probably all the books I've done at Insight. The production values
0: have just been top notch. So it's oh my gosh, this one, one. such a small detail, but I love like the engraved bats. Oh, yeah, on, and the front and the back. Like, it's really the fun page. when I get to sign oh. off
1: on that one too. Because i I like when I sign at conventions, I'll sign in a yeah. silver pen on it and it kind of takes the bat shapes on it. So I'm, I'm yeah,
0: the yeah, they do. I. I really appreciate and like the work that they do for books um, and making it not just makes them just feel unique to each project too. Yeah. Um, It's not just another, like, sorry, but like, Oh yeah, you know what to expect that this version looks like. Let's just print it and get it out of here. I don't know. Yeah. There's like a little detail to their stuff that I really appreciate.
1: Yeah. They actually just sent me, um, cause I did a signing for them at New York comic-con and I got to talk with, you know, the people at the booth or whatever. And they sent me a copy of the Gotham city cocktails book. Oh, which yeah. is a no problem because now i want to make all the it's like <laughs> they sent me a free book with a the, the new version has like a bat shaker with it which is hilarious and awesome oh and um but now it's like oh man i'm gonna spend it's a free book but i'm gonna spend so much in like buying yeah. alcohol just to make one little yep
0: exactly drink. buy a big yeah. bottle to get yeah. two ounces and that's it'll
1: it it'll last me like years of like you yeah. know some of these more obscure out you know liquors or whatever but so far i've mostly just have the commissioner cause it's the easiest one. And I, I, I like, uh, I like an occasional scotch and it's a scotch based drink. And so okay. I'm like that one. Yeah. That one I've ended up uh, with. And we've, we've been trying the one based on Lucius Fox recently too, which is pretty good. So
0: what's, what's that one?
1: That one wow. it's gin and then like pineapple orange and uh, uh, what else? I think lemon or lime. I have, I have gotcha. to actually like some uh, club soda and some bitters and so, yeah, that, that that's a pretty fun one, too. But uh, I, that one's I avoided amazing. that one. I can't stand scotch. So. OK,
0: I can't do gin. So yeah. but yeah, I avoided that book just because like we've seen it and we flipped through it. Me and my fiancee have looked through it and stuff, too. And I'm like, this is just going to get us in trouble. And now, like we have a problem, it'd be buy- like you just said of like buying bottles and bottles <laughs> yeah. to mix and everything. Like, this is gonna get way too expensive for us. <laughs> yeah, it's not,
1: like, cause I only I'll have one like once a week or something. So it's not like. But the problem is, yeah, just buying all those things. Although the best thing about that book um, is that there's um, Alfred's cucumber sandwich recipe in the back. <laughs> with, oh, a the cucumber sandwich. Yeah, and so oh, I actually gosh. made that for my daughters, and everybody really likes Alfred's. It know, was good
0: it was a hit Damn, it was pretty good trust the butler he knows <laughs> yeah. what he's doing he's a professional From um, the grid. <laughs> yeah r.i.p gone too soon <laughs> um so as um you start as you you fill out the, the the writing portions for everything and send it to insight and then they send it off to get the art done and yeah. then were you just getting notified as pages come in and what it's looking like or what's that process
1: Yeah. So they'll send, I'll write um, a certain amount of words for each entry and kind Mm -hmm. of try to keep it all the same amount of words, what we talked about to make the book the right length. And then they'll send it to the illustrator. And then we get these, you know, the kind of the pencils normally and um, or preliminary, you know, drawings of whatever. And then I'll um, I'll usually come and take another pass to do the, we did the captions then afterwards because, oh, we need a caption for this. We need a caption for this. And then some pages they're like, can we add? A bit more to the spread, it's looking a little empty. And so I was like, okay, well, what if we add this? And then, yeah. So, you know, mine just, my part was just kind of adding cap and then also going in and uh, changing anything that like sometimes entries are too long or too short and you kind of have to add a little bit or subtract, you know. But it's, it was mostly, yeah, almost all my heavy lifting part is done in that first script.
0: Gotcha. So, like, as I'm flipping through even, um, Dark Knight Returns might have gotten the most attention. I think it got like yeah. six pages, but in holding the two page spread and you got pointing out little uh, portions of the Batmobile and like oh, yeah. little nuggets and stuff, is that something that, that comes in after like later on, or this is something? Yeah, that
1: would be later. And like sometimes That's... I'd even give captions and say, oh, could you do a little note for here and there for some of yeah. the, you know, and so that, you know, those are kind of just little added details in, in later passes. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes it's, you know, A lot of some of the spreads, one of the things that's interesting about these kind of books is they have to have the sales spreads. So the spreads are going to put on Amazon as example pages. And so we're going to have, you almost can never write them in order. They'll be like, okay, can you do a page of Batman? Can you do a page with like, they wanted Dark Knight Returns. They wanted Batman who laughs. So they wanted some of the popular ones so people would see. And then like maybe a weird one. I forget what else we put on there. But so it's kind of Mm -hmm. like those injuries first. And a lot of times that's really rush and fast because they need that immediately and you know they need that in the cover art and and that sort of thing right away and so and then it's kind of going back and some sometimes you do hit a problem where like oh the text doesn't flow because we've changed like not i don't think in this book but sometimes we've done those and i'm like oh mm-hmm. those pages don't really fit in like you know so we've had to rewrite so if sometimes the sample pages will actually have different text in the final book mm-hmm. you know and they're and they're not too worried about it because they're just you know this is what we want to give them a you know the customer an idea of what they can expect by yeah. pre-ordering these books so For sure
0: yeah there's a very important note on that um dark knight returns batmobile guns loaded with rubber bullets people <laughs> rubber bullets in case you forgot rubber bullets now,
1: i don't know does that say honest too because i believe in my original i don't know if that was one of the things that was tweaked i feel like i wrote rubber bullets honest which was you know the quote from dark knight returns with that man he says yeah that, you
0: know? <laughs> no i think says... i put
1: that in there so it might be it might have been taken out
0: <laughs> i think they took it out yeah no there's, i there's think
1: always they, things like that they they're like why out. are you doing this you know, <laughs>
0: like, you know listen the, kind of the, true, <laughs> the true fans will love it they'll know yeah. okay they'll know the quote
1: i sneak uh, a lot of stuff like that in there like the, uh, <laughs> there's always a lot of obscure references like the way something is worded you know sometimes yeah. i can fun with it you know or in kind of like you know kind of paraphrase quotes from movies and stuff like that where you can throw in little things for the fans we we actually um when i did a book called the batman vault uh, i co-wrote that with bob greenberger years and years ago
0: uh-huh.
1: we were talking about batman and robin the movie and it, the, the the chapter started like um sometimes like hollywood like sometimes hollywood can't get rid of a bomb you know, when we were talking about this movie, and that was in reference to the Adam West running around with the bomb, saying, "Sometimes you can't get rid of a bomb," or you know, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And they um, they made us take that one out. They said well, we're still trying to sell the thing on Blu-ray or DVD. You know, I don't think. Uh, and so they're—I mean, they didn't say that, but that was the implication. Yeah, right? yeah. don't make fun of it. So, but we did get um, my proudest line in that one was we got to—I—I um, I quoted the song. I think it was Seal that did the gotham city song kiss from,
0: from r-, 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 kelly r kelly did gotham city
1: yeah r- r- Seal was, yeah, was kiss from rose from batman forever and yep. r kelly and i got this he because um, i quoted the song and i said when r kelly said you know a city of of hope a city of peace for every one of us it was, and then i said like it was clear he had no idea what he was talking about <laughs> and then we go on to the chapter from there and they didn't have a problem with that so you know no. r- the best of, like, which is
0: he's a like, gotham city a city of justice a city yeah. of love <laughs> And yeah, that always it was always funny what for are you me thinking about out. a city of love a city of love. Like... <laughs> it's a very violent city. Like there's not much, there's not enough love, but okay, R. Kelly. And yeah, we we'll yeah, see how yeah. that went. <laughs> we,
1: just, we got to mock that one, you yep. know.
0: <laughs> oh, excellent. Um, I want to respect your time. So like I we've covered a, a lot on this. Um, I've even tried you to get you to say some favorites, and you can't do it. It's too tough. <laughs> there's too much in there um picking your favorite child that's right um like is there any any part of this book that you like i don't know maybe you're most proud of or the most fun to kind of assemble and that's not to you know downgrade any other parts of the book it's just it's something come to mind like oh, that i was really proud of that that one made it in or
1: um i don't know about i mean i, I really liked writing i think i was happy with how um i wrote oracle's voice i think that was something yeah. that i took a lot of enjoyment of i i remember liking it's been it's been a while now and like i said i'm on i'm on to the next couple yeah. things um, but uh i remember liking the i think the might have been the introduction and the and the conclusions i liked what yeah. you know just that was really a lot of the most character piece you can put into it. and there's a couple little jokes that they let her have like um they let me have her say like when she's she's mocking i think she in the batmouse century i think she's like talking about like i have to go talk to bat like make fun of bruce about this right yes. now you know yeah yeah, little yeah. Yep. and so little moments like that or the fun because you know i like um i do both you know both sort of things i do a lot of comics and a lot of books about comics so yeah. anytime i can kind of combine them both and write in a character's voice or, or you know kind of put my spin on some of that which is you know that's always the most rewarding creatively
0: yeah Yeah, I like that approach of like, how do you get into the book? And it's not just, hey, here's an encyclopedia of Batman's from the multiverse. It's now it's giving you a quick setup of Barbara Gordon. So um, and
1: since I got to do Batman's point of view and the Batman files and then I got to do actually when my one of my first projects for Insight, they said, we're going to do the world according to Batman or the world according to Joker. Which one would you like to do? And I said, Joker, because I just got done writing this. And Batman's world is so sad. Like he, he's not, he's not happy at all. And so it was fun to write, like you know, yeah. a really twisted sense of humor and do that book. Like because that's it's essentially that book is Joker's like advice book where he's mm-hmm. just giving advice for life about all the, oh which is just it was just so much fun and it was such mm-hmm. a great change of pace. You know,
0: Batman's so sad. It's yeah. just sad. <laughs> um, it's like
1: nothing works out for this guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, a can, millionaire has got a lot of problems.
0: <laughs> congrats on your hundredth book, Batman, the multiverse, the dark Knight. I think it's a, it's a great book. It's a great reference book for, um, what do you want to say? Beginners or, um, or, or know-it-alls like, I, I think, uh, you'll learn something in the book. And I, and I, like I said, an extra flavor of like that new art too, I think is a, a nice addition. So it's another welcome book by inside editions, which, uh, I'll put I'll put links in the description of this episode. Um, but basically wherever you get your books, Inside Edition online, like you can get, you can find this book, um, to get. So, uh, that being said, I'm I i do not respect your time, Matt. So thanks again for coming on here talking about the book. Is there anything that you that you can talk about that's coming next from you? It doesn't have to be Batman either. It can be the other side.
1: Um, well, I'm doing. I have a couple. I don't think really. I mean i don't think i'm in the announcing part of any of it sure i'm doing um i'm doing a creator own thing for storm king comics john carpenter's comic company oh awesome i'm very excited about that we don't know when it's coming out um the artist is having some some problems in their in the person in their personal life that it's just stuff that happens in life and so we're we're waiting for those things to be resolved and stuff and um i'm doing so that's already that's a six issue series that's finished i'm um I've got a project for Marvel that I just agreed to last week, and then today wow. I just signed a contract for something for DK, and then um, and I'm also doing a, um, a thing for uh, First Second uh, Comics, um, so that's going to be something coming out that know uh, completely different than any of this. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my first, um, I'm doing a two week stint on a newspaper comic strip that I I can't discuss yet either, which awesome. is the first time I've ever done any comic strip. So wow. that's another thing on the bucket list and I'm very excited about that. And, um, but yeah, and I'll be that's great chatting about all this whenever I can on social media for all these things. And yeah, what's you know.
0: your social media um, places on, that you're at?
1: Yeah, I'm on, um, I am unfortunately getting more on Facebook than I used to be. I, I, I took a couple year hiatus from Facebook, <laughs> but yeah. I'm, I'm back there a little bit. And also because I post on Instagram and it posts at the same time on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm on. I, I like Blue Sky a lot. I've been using that one a little okay. bit more, but I'm still not very active um, on any of them. I still have a Twitter handle on there, and I think that's about it. Okay. But I, I try to. Um, and then I and I'm really bad about updating my website. Uh, okay. When I get closer to my um, this creator own series, I'm going to start a newsletter and that'll be something cool. that i'll be able. i'll try to i'll try to keep up with that it's always like do i want to write about the stuff or do i want, want to write the next thing you know yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah i i hear you uh you just mentioned it so i have to like i gotta ask have you have you gotten to talk to the man himself john carpenter
1: i have yeah I you did. have <sighs> chatted at uh this comic-con this year new york comic-con he was there and um his. awesome his- and his wife Sandy King runs all the comic stuff, so mm-hmm. he doesn't really—he's not an editorial over there. That—that that the I power know. of the
0: name of John Carpenter, I get it. And so I know it was maybe a long shot, but that's awesome. You got to talk to the man himself.
1: And Sandy, well, Sandy produces like all his movies and stuff, and she's mm-hmm. incredible to work with. They've been a really—that's uh, great. It's been a really fun company. And this is actually a creator-owned series that I—I I had done for Wildstorm uh, mm-hmm. over a decade ago, and. Uh, we I actually found out that my wife was pregnant the same week I found out I got a creator on series at Wildstorm. <laughs> and my daughter is now 13. So Wow! Well,
0: well, all right.
1: And so we had the whole thing. There was the whole thing with the um the artist at Wildstorm didn't draw a single page the whole time he was uh he was contracted as our co-creator. Um I don't think he's worked in comics since after that little incident, uh, which yeah. I'm still I'm still bitter about. <laughs> which is not great, but, uh, so that was going to, that was going to come out. Um, and that was actually, uh, my, that same editor, Ben Abernathy. So that's uh-huh, I've been cool. for a long time. And, and Ben was a really supportive guy and loved the series and we were going to do it for them. And then we ended up it just fizzled out. And at by that point, wild storms ceased to be. And so, <laughs> cause were, there were, there's just a very brief window where they're doing a lot of creator owned projects. And then yeah. that went away and then vertigo wasn't interested in it. And so I got the rights back and now it's been, well, also Vertigo was in the process of folding, which I didn't know at the at that point oh, either. Wow. So everything was going away. And then I, finally it took a while to get the the rights back. And so now it's happening again. <laughs> and, you know, we're just hoping that uh, it's going to stick this time. It's
0: so, happening this time. Yeah. It's definitely happening this time.
1: I mean, I, I rewrote, actually, it was one of those things where I had to go rewrite all the scripts because I wasn't, I mean, it, it's been 13 years. You know, sure. To, yeah. Sure. More than that, because the nine months you know she was right. So yeah. it's all been 14 years, but I really wanted to get it right and rewrite a lot of stuff. And also, people were using flip phones in the script, <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, I got to change that. You know, there was timeless. Yeah, a lot, yeah, it's a a lot timeless of talk sense. about DVDs. Like a lot <laughs> of <about> awesome. <laughs> But yeah, that'll uh, all be coming up. But just watch the um the the Storm King comics for those. But I'll be again shouting from the rooftops all the time about that when that comes out. I'm yeah. very excited. So, and and on
0: by a thriller. Is it just your name on, on the socials then just Matthew Manning. Yeah. Just Matthew or Instagram. Blue like Matthew Sky, K,
1: so? I think Matthew K. Okay. Manning almost everything that I, or it might be Matthew Manning on Facebook. I don't remember, but yeah.
0: Okay. So I'll, I'll put something in the description for this episode too. So um, yeah, well, thanks again. Thanks for again for, for sitting and talking, chatting some Batman with me. Always a good time. Um, yeah. I, people can't see it, but you know, it's always good to see your background, um, which is your museum. <laughs> Which I told Matt right before we started recording. Uh, it's got some good '89 materials that I'm I'm looking at, but I swear I was paying attention to you the whole time. So
1: <laughs> yeah, there is a lot to look at. Like I've had the worst part is because it's a I. Only- only I love a lot of superheroes, but I only collect Batman so it's like and I've been collecting it since 5th grade and when you do that that's all you get is gifts for every yeah. you know like, I I understand
0: I yeah. understand and
1: so the collection has <laughs> just gone gotten out of control but it it only is awkward when I'm talking to other publishers about other comic characters <laughs> I'm like yeah. trying to give it I'm like no no I really do like I genuinely love Spider-Man I just don't collect it yeah <laughs> I do
0: all of it we you have know, to have so limits yeah. got to have limits <laughs> so the Hopefully only way it i can
1: early on. only that's
0: way true. i can collect ninja turtles is if it's the batman ninja turtle stuff you know oh, otherwise yeah. it just gets too crazy
1: <laughs> yeah, i actually have a um a sketch about because um i i splurged a little i go to heroes con most years which is the uh, show in charlotte which is just mm-hmm. a fantastic comic show that's just so focused on comic people they don't have media guests so it's all writers and artists and it's people that i loved in also all the way to like current creators today mm-hmm. and um, joe Staten was there and i had to get him to sign my uh, well, i had to get a sketch from him finally because he drew dick tracy for 10 years and he created the huntress and so these yeah. are things that are like like this is my world's colliding yeah so i him him draw above my desk is now it, it fits in the batman room because it's a, a sketch of dick tracy and batman facing off on he against each other accounts so and you can find that i think i posted that on all my social media at 1.2 so you can probably follow, i'll check <laughs> it down online there but it's it's great awesome
0: <laughs> excellent well um make sure to follow uh matt on his socials and he's gonna be announcing stuff on there he's gonna be more active on there yeah all the time <laughs> talking and all that stuff um, one of these
1: days <laughs> one of these
0: days um As for the Batman Book Club, follow on uh, Twitter slash X and Instagram at TheBatmanBC for latest episode drops and upcoming episodes. Uh, Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel because Pete and I are going to be going to no man's land soon. It's happening, I swear. Uh, If you want to support the show, there's a variety of ways that you can do it. Like I said at the top, Patreon.com slash TheBatmanBC. Uh, Go to tpublic.com. And type in TBBC for the Batman Book Club. You can see some cool stuff there. But if you want to support the show and you don't want to spend any money at all, it's 100%. A-OK. The easiest, quickest, and most impactful thing you can do is rate and review the show. So whichever podcast you use, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, uh, Google Play, iHeartRadio, just go to the rate and review page. Rate and review the show. There's been a lot of people that have been doing that, and it's much appreciated. It help spread the word on the show. And as... um Everybody knows that the word is panic. Ask Rosalba. So for Matthew Manning, I am Ryan Lauer. And until next time, just read more Batman, not just comics. Read all books of Batman.